everyone and welcome back to another episode of the African Aunties Podcast. Woo-hoo. All right. Well, obviously we are your resident aunties here to give you advice. You didn't ask, but we will definitely answer. And a quick disclaimer, we're not your therapists, we're not your psychologists, and we're definitely not your pastors. However, we give good advice, even though it's unsolicited, and it will be good for you if you follow it. So we're going to quickly introduce ourselves so you know who's all here and who's speaking. My name is Auntie Kay, Auntie Karis, you know how we do it over here. And who wants to go next? My name is Auntie Amanda. That's how we do it over here. <laughs> My name is Auntie Tatenda. <laughs> and I guess that's how we do it over here. <laughs> My name is Auntie Pearl. That's how it's always been. Alright. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> you got to give this thing some paparazzi, man. Oh, oh my wow. god. Wow. Alright. So it's time for us to be in your business again. It's the first episode of the year. So we're coming in quite strong with the how do you say spice with the tea of information. One of our dear listeners sent us something to discuss on Instagram. So we decided to talk about it, I guess. So let's, let's explain the story. There's a man, he posted pictures of his wife for his, for her birthday on Instagram. The last picture happens to, a picture, happens to be a picture where she is naked, but everything is covered, she's on the toilet. So like, you can't really see anything. <laughs> But you know that she's naked. You can see hands and legs. But she's looking on the toilet crouched down. And his profile is public and he tagged her. <laughs> so the question that we are find, we are discussing is, should he have posted a naked picture of his wife on the internet? Yeah or nay? Who has a problem with it? Show of hands. If you have a problem with it, raise your hand. I have a problem with it. I have a problem with it, really. Whether you're married with to me or not, <laughs> really, whether you're married to me or not, why is my naked picture on the, the internet? Is a very wicked place. So exactly. Remember that it's a very wicked place. You cannot just post my naked picture on the internet. Ah, no fight to shout. You see, my thing is not about it being a naked picture, because there. Mm-hmm. Tasteful nudes. We all know this. There's ways to, you know. Me, I don't know. I don't know this one. Mommy, I don't, I don't know. know. Please, <laughs> don't ever spread that rumor. I don't know this at all. <laughs> <laughs> There's ways to take, you know, tasteful pictures. If you want to mm-hmm. post your wife, she bodies are beautiful. That's fine. You can take nice pictures, post it. But she was naked on the toilet. That's my issue. She's naked <laughs> on the toilet with her hands covering her breast like this. And that's the picture you choose to post of your wife and attack her. You're mad. Nothing else. Tell your thoughts. I feel like there's so many layers because personally, myself, I wouldn't want pictures of me naked on the internet anywhere i don't want my business out there second of all like either he's very secure in himself and he doesn't feel like somebody can just be like wow i like that and swoop in and take his woman because like i don't know like i just feel like why why show people something 
what if it's very tantalizing and somebody's just going to be like, I like that. And then now some now you have competition that you created for yourself. That's another thing that I think I have an issue with. I'd also say it's just like there's a time and place. There's a time and place. And I feel like Instagram is not it. Like open an OnlyFans account if you like. <laughs> exactly. Then you and your woman will share the profits that you make from her nude pictures and whatnot. But like Instagram. Facebook, those are not the platforms. Yeah, it's just like, and it's a public profile. Like, mm-hmm. children are on Instagram. You could just be scrolling, scrolling through your feed, and then you go to the search thing, right? Because if you click the search button, it shows you like people around you, people who mm-hmm. follow people, who, like, and then on your suggestions, you just see one naked woman on the toilet seat with her husband like this it's just so wrong i'm not into it what what if she what if she doesn't have a problem with this that's my issue this is my this is why i don't have a problem with this it's a start of my people's business (laughs) that's my own answer to it i I, let me start by saying nobody should ever post a picture of you that you don't want on internet without a permission whether you're naked or not okay yeah period second of all he tagged her it wasn't hiding, it wasn't like, oh, I was sneaking, it wasn't anything shady, it was a funny picture, he's like, how about his opportunity like, I don't think mm-hmm. that, I think it's unnecessary, it's quite crass, but <laughs> I don't know that it's wrong. <laughs> I would, don't take my picture off it on the internet, but also, if a husband and a wife are fine with taking each other's pictures off like, I don't know what they do. I can't, really? I can't fault them for doing something that they did publicly. Like, it's just that we didn't have to see them, but also we are not following them. But the people so that are following them didn't ask. The problem with it, you don't have to follow them. <laughs> I guess. Thing, no one is forcing anybody to see. I guess. Everyone who is on their Instagram, they feel like would not have a problem with it, or if would have a problem with it, would not be bold enough to talk to them about it. What about so following them? to have guidelines. a problem. Like, it's more because he's, he's following all the Instagram guidelines. No nipples are showing. I guess. Everything is fine. So, technically, he's not violating anything on Instagram. So, he can oh, post yeah, that. No. And then people who do post that on Instagram. But <laughs> I wouldn't want my naked picture on Instagram. But if, someone else, <laughs> but if someone else is fine with a naked picture on Instagram that their partner posted and they knew about it and they smiled in the picture. Who am I? Because Hunger really did smile. You fought them. Well, what if she, I don't know, but like, maybe that's her smile. Maybe she wasn't wasn't thinking, maybe her husband's going to end up posting the picture. It can just be, I I mean, my husband has rest to have a naked picture of me on his phone. Yeah, but she can't. It can just be, she can't can't do it. He can't get her. So if she saw the picture, I don't like it, meet it. Why would you not? Yeah, I guess. But well, we don't also know if you have tweeted it or not. Exactly. That's speculation that anybody can make. Still on Instagram? Instagram as a tweet. Still on Instagram. So. I guess. She was tagged and she commented. She. Wait, what was the comment? It was like, thank you. I was like, like, ah. But it was also the last picture. Like, it wasn't like he just posted, happy birthday, babe, naked. That wasn't the vibe. It was nice pictures, nice pictures, and then the naked picture. Just to show you. Oh, it was a build-up. It was like. It was like she's a she's a classy lady. She's a fucking uh, class. She's still on the beach, but don't get it twisted. Oh, she's a okay. Okay. Whoa, That's what he did. Okay. And I'm 
said, it's not really my vibe. <laughs> but I started a married people's business. Until they call me in. <sighs> I guess yeah, she's fine with it. If she has not said anything about it, I and mean, if she has not deleted the picture, then she's probably fine with it. But like, ah, don't post a picture of me, shall. <laughs> picture. Yeah, my husband or your boyfriend or your ex or your future, I don't care. If you want to post picture, really, of at least I'll post for you. It says like, oh, you know, background. Uh, like, she was posing. Oh my God. No, please. On the toilet seats. I want I want your boss to go and do nude photo shoots. And then Harris. I'm not not liking this. I'm going to post my nakedness. Let it be that. Please, children, please don't listen to Antikeo. Come on, listen to Antikeo. The important thing is, if you are decided to have a naked picture out on the internet for yourself, that's your business. But always remember that you may change your mind about that naked picture in the future. But you cannot correct whoever has seen the naked picture. Yeah, because you know, and it's on the internet. And you're in a relationship and you are thinking, oh, are you got in love and everything is fine. (laughs) Are you trying to post naked pictures on the internet? It's fine, no, you're not breaking any rules. But in the future, because you can control yourself, but you can't control how any other person is going to react to any other thing. So Do people not have screenshots of that too? Exactly. Like, that's another thing. Not because invitation. you clear it from the internet. Mm-hmm. You can't really ever clear anything completely from the internet. Yeah. Yeah. And I so just be careful. On, also depends on, like, like you said, your age and also where you are in this world. Because some places, once you have reached certain status in life, whatever you do, no one really cares. But if you're mm-hmm. starting in life, my dear, hmm. do yeah. good to be cautious. These are also not young people. So, like, they're really not. They're like, not young. That's another so, like, thing that I'm like, you know. On one hand, nobody cares. Nobody's checking for them. On another hand, you. <laughs> Respect yourself. Like, like really. you're our elders. Really? <laughs> These are not young people. So, like, there are no really consequences for them. Exactly. And then they don't care what anybody says. They're going to do They're going to do it. If you're young, everyone decides, of course, you don't need a naked picture out on the internet. Mm-hmm. And if you do have a naked picture on the internet, ah! Make it clean, babes. Thanks. <laughs> Auntie said thanks. Okay, well, any last words before we move to the next segment? Move along. <laughs> As Auntie Kara said, <laughs> get a good photographer, good lighting, do your thing, do silk, silk mm. sheets. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. But don't post anything you don't want don't to see in 20 years. Don't post me, so... Years. Ha, don't come back and tell me that your parents kicked you out. Ha. If you live with your parents, don't, don't post me. Anything you don't do it. you're embarrassed by in a few years, like in five years, don't post it. Exactly. Don't them. If your grandparents mm. don't want to see it, don't post it. True. Ah. Easy. How many parents? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. There are things that you may think, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, while you're young. But then down the line, you're like, I wish I did it. Like, you know, this one just yeah, it's rough. Anyway, on to the next segment. Um, it is the new year. I know it feels like it's been a long time since the new year. I don't know why January always feels January, so long. January is ah. like a whole year on its own. So. On its own, my dear. <laughs> um, okay, so whether you made New Year's resolutions or not, the start of the new year can give you like 
a great source of energy and motivation to start new things or continue working on things that you were working on already in the previous year. So we're going to be sharing some tips and tricks on how to stay motivated um, from the start to, of the year to the end. So who wants to go first? <laughs> I say for the new year, I like to write things down and be cute. Um, you should have this. Me too. Get a planner. All right. First, I read the chapters the other day, and I just I quite stocked up. Get a planner. Get a notebook. Get what you need. Okay. Write things out. I missed a very important meeting at the end of the year. Because I do not have everything down. Wow. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Embarrassing. Wow. I remembered about the meeting three hours after the meeting. Should have ended. Please don't, don't be like that. Don't do it. Please write it down. Mm -mm. Keep your Oh, just going. use your Google Calendar. I don't know why people don't know how to use Google Calendar, but. The art of writing. If you want to attack me, go ahead and do Just it. Just say my name. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like no, Google Calendar is one thing, but if you don't have your phone around you, like I frequently do not. Or yeah. you just like to write things down. Writing something down helps cement it in your brain, they say. But so at least if you write it down and you have it in Google Calendar, you have a backup. Because Google Calendar reminds you like an hour before or something like that, but like you have to keep track of your goals, whatever you're working towards. Mm -hmm. Always pen to paper, babes. Babes. Wow. Okay. Go next. Before anybody else comes and steals my ideas. Because <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. Honestly. Um, well, I think in addition to writing it down for me, something that's also been helping me these past few years is establishing some sort of support system. So depending on what your goals are that you want to achieve, even just like telling one person about it, as like, here's one person that I'll like check in on how my goal is going, um, whatever that, so say you want to do, I don't know, say you want to save like, what's a big amount of money? Say you want to save like $10,000 by like the end of the year. That's a lot of money, if you can do it, it's a good job. But say that's your goal. Maybe you can do um, every month you almost have like an accountability partner who you share. Okay, here's how much I've shared this month. So depending on what your goals are, find someone that you trust who is not going to make fun of you because of your goals, but also who is going to support you through your goals and help you hold yourself accountable. But then also keep it in the back of your mind that if something were to happen to this person where they also forget to hold you accountable, you also need to have backups in place that are holding yourself accountable, which is why I would partner this with writing things down, um, just so you at least have things that are keeping those goals in the back of your mind very frequently and you're just always remembering it. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, well, for me, uh, like, like Carrie said, have uh, someone that you can that can hold you accountable. I mean, <laughs> people can fail you. Let me just say something now. <laughs> people can fail you. So my own is, in addition to that, just have some sort of relationship with God. Someone that you can talk to, you can call on him anytime. He can answer you. He can send the Holy Spirit to remind you of things that you might get. So, whew, 
Praise God. Praise God. And then one more thing is. That's right. I should right be a pastor, a dickiness. Oh, you really right. should. Oh, you right. really should That's be a pastor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy pastor. And then um, <laughs> one thing that I always do is visualize your success. Um, kind of like create a mental picture of yourself fulfilling something or achieving something, and then you know work towards it. It's not just by creating the vision. You cannot just be seeing something and not take actions. You know, so visualize your success and work towards it. Thanks. Those are really good. I feel like I use a combination of all of you guys, the ones that you said. Obviously, like you use more than one tactic, but we're sharing one. My biggest one is actually like having some form of metric or tactic, like uh, not tactic, metric or like something that will track my progress like especially with like my financial goals I like have this app that I like look at religiously I'm like oh the green bar is moving forward like something like that that kind of gives you that dopamine and that like you know motivation to keep going because once you like reach a milestone you'll feel more motivated to keep going so having yeah like a metric so that you can measure that goal because sometimes it's like oh i want to be great like <laughs> something like that is like how do you measure greatness how if you have something written down obviously and then you like track how far you've gone from like where you started and yeah where you're headed so that and i love writing things down i really like vision boards like pinterest vision boards are like <laughs> my favorite things you just go there and then you visualize the life you want and then you know as the kids say manifest it and <laughs> meditate towards that <laughs> can i yeah, yeah, something really quick um sure. i think just because you mentioned it, vision boards i think vision boards are actually very like helpful when it comes to just staying motivated um one like if you're so just someone who likes to like you said like even with like the green bar seeing how far you've reached your goal just something that's always there that you can look at every single day of here's what i want to achieve and of course some days will not you know you may not even work on any of those goals but i find a lot of people make vision boards that are very very abstract very 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 broad as much as possible you want to be able to have what they call smart goals so things that are actually achievable mm. because the, yeah. i think one thing we always do at least a lot of us do is we set ourselves up for failure as soon as we set these goals because they're too True. much you know, too much to handle so you need to give yourself like an actual like realistic timeline but an actual mm-hmm. goal that you can meet whether it's for the year or for two years whatever your timeline is um but mm-hmm. just keeping things as realistic as possible for your own individual person I like that. Well, that was a great way to finish the segment. Um, on to the next one. <laughs> All right, please let me wear my glasses so I can see. Ah. Uh, 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 <laughs> some of us are going to. <laughs> okay, on to the short and sweet uh, segment. For this segment, we'll be sharing our results, you know, to the Maya Bridge personality test that we did over the week. I don't know when you guys did it for sure. Um, if you <laughs> if you haven't heard about it, it's probably the most popular and the most well-respected 
personality test out there. Uh, it's usually just ask you questions and it reveals your strengths as a combination of different personalities. So we'll just be sharing what each of us has. Let's go first. Alex, go first. Uh, uh, what should I call me a baby? Come on, first baby. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I can go first. Okay, so we're doing type code role and strategy, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So hi Karis. My type is Okay, first of all, let me just start by saying this test is one of my most like it's my favorite personality test ever. Because I feel like it's very it's very accurate. Depending on how you answer your questions, at least for me it was very accurate. All the difference everything you said about you said about me, I was like, mm-hmm. That's right there. That's Karis. All right, type. My type was, my type is assertive advocate. Do we have to say that? similar mm. um, passion, similar outlooks on life, and that's what we mm. like. So it makes mm. sense. That mm. Oh my goodness! goodness. Okay, <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, okay, so mine is, my type is a sort of advocate. Um, do I need to explain what that is, or should I just move to the next one? Explain. Just move. Well, move to the next What's one. your role? What's your uh, role? So, type assertive advocate, my role is diplomats. Okay. Okay, my code is INFJ dash A, but I'm also slash INFJ T. So I'm A and T. Or? Um, yeah, A or T. What's T? Um, turbulent. Oh, turbulent. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then my strategy is confident individualism. Okay, who wants to Okay. This is quite weird. This is quite weird. Honestly. Okay, since we are all advocates personalities, let's just describe our advocates so that everybody can go into their different Cold. the difference. Because I this is quite quite stressful. Um, advocates are the rarest personality types of all. That's why I'm still still <laughs> that's why I'm like, look, okay. Still they leave their mark on the world. They have a deep sense of idealism and integrity, but they aren't idle dreamers. They take concrete steps to realize their goals and make a lasting impact. Advocates' unique combination of personality traits 
make them complex and quite versatile. For example, an African can speak with great passion and conviction, especially when signing up for their ideals. At other times, however, they may choose to be soft-spoken and understood and prefer to keep the peace rather than challenge others. Africans generally try to do what is right and they will they want to help create a world where others do the right thing as well. People with this personality type may feel called to use their strengths, including creativity, imagination, and sensitivity to uplift others and spread compassion. Concepts like egalitarianism and karma can mean a great deal to advocates. Some other advocates you may know, Martin Luther King Jr., Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa, Marie Kondo, Lady Gaga, Nicole Kidman. That's it. Yeah, but why does this shock you guys that all of us can be- It's advocates? just weird that we are all- Yeah, no, I'm really shocked. Yeah. I'm so for the longest time when I did this, yeah, I, I used to be, like... I used to be architect. Mm, I've done it and I was architect too. That's I, I, I've I, always I, been architect. Yeah, I've never gotten. I feel it's like my good. interests have changed. That's so, good. Yeah. So like. Which one is architect? Like, what's the code? Is it I N T J? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so I've always like been architect. It's something. very like analytical, logical, over everything. Mm. But oh, okay. I, I don't think it's that you change or anything because even with if, if you go deep in, even then into like the percentages, right? Your basic who you are, I feel like a lot of times still stays the same. One may change then if just like because depending on how you answer those questions that they ask in the personality test, like mm-hmm. some of your your it's just like you're growing. Maybe your outlook on life is like how you would have answered something two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My outlook has changed. Mm-hmm. But, like, but it's also yeah. weird that all four of same. us are the rarest personality type. Honestly. I don't think so because every single time I've taken this test with friends, and most of the time, especially when they're even black women, they've all always been advocates. Every single person I've taken it with. Mm. Okay, so then yeah, maybe so it's also a question of population. Like, this is quite accurate. It's, it's very accurate, but it just goes, it, it's a huge part of this test and like how it grades you is based on your core values. And like just the things you value about life. And I feel like, especially for like many black communities, we do have like very similar value systems. So it makes and we're sense. pretty principled. Exactly. As like, wow. Okay, let's go into the percentages. Let's see. So is everyone pro diplomat? Yeah, mine is diplomat. Yeah. And everyone's got a disconfidence in the reality? Yeah. Mine is. Mine is. Except, okay, so for like your code though, INFJ slash A, like, because you're either assertive or turbulent. So which ones are you guys? A. I'm A as well. Yeah, and two are very similar. It depends on okay, I was reading on what the differences are between them. A and C. No, they're, they're not. They're, no, they're saying that they're more likely to be alike than different. The difference is that Africans, turbulent Africans are likely to question themselves more than assertive Africans. That's really the difference. So you could sleep between A and T depending on the day of the situation or the scenario. Okay. Well, now. So, so for mind, the mind is a trait that determines how we interact with our environment. So, Harris, what's your 
I am 74% introverted and 26 extroverted. That makes a lot of sense to me. I'm 69% introverted and 31% extroverted. I'm 74% introverted and 26% extroverted. I'm 56% introverted and 44% extroverted. There's no way I'm more extroverted than Charmaine. It doesn't no, 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 I feel like Karis should be more extroverted than Charmaine. Sure. Karis should be. I don't think so. Charmaine and Karis definitely should because Charmaine and Karis talk to strangers. Doesn't mean I'm extroverted. Yeah, I'm not more like among the four of us, maybe. Like maybe Bushareen is more than me. But the fact no, that no, 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 no. Doesn't mean that I want Here's to. my argument. Okay. What <laughs> I think is like you won't see me in a crowd. Yes, I talk to strangers. Okay, guilty as charged. But I like to talk to one stranger at a time <laughs> because I cannot do it. <laughs> I will not do 10 strangers all in one go. That's one. Number two, I feel like it takes me longer to make friends. So like even like friend groups, I don't really, yeah. aside from this one, this is the only friend group I have ever managed in my life. <laughs> Just to let you all know. So I feel like that's also another thing is like, Yes, I enjoy having people sometimes around me, but like, I cannot do more than like six people at a time. So like, how am I forty-four percent extra? You can still be. You talk to people though. I really it's not about don't. talking to people. No, so, pra, pra, pra is like fine in crowd. She's just rude. Oh, but she's fun. She has more. She has more more of a percentage of like extrovertedness than yeah, all of us. So it makes us. sense. I'm very like aloof. I'm not I, I, like no. I'm the only aloof. The only aloof really, is aloof. really though. <laughs> <laughs> is quite smiley. You with I feel like Amanda because she she shows she just used to carry face like that's why she feels like she should be more introverted. I know I like my perspective. My perspective makes sense. Sixty-nine and thirty-one. If I need to talk to you, I will talk to you. If I don't need to talk to you, stay home. You're just rude. You're not introverted. (laughs) Okay, okay. Next one. Next one. Okay. Next one is energy. This trait shows where we direct our mental energy. All right, cares. This is not surprise me. Um, <laughs> I am fifty-three percent intuitive and forty-seven percent observant. And can I just read the descriptions really quick? At least for intuitive, it says intuitive individuals are very imaginative, open-minded, and curious. They prefer novelty over stability and focus on hidden me- hidden meanings and future possibilities. Okay, now. So what is observers? <laughs> 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 I'm only seeing intuitive. Observers, yeah, I'm only seeing intuitive. Uh, whoever has more observers, okay. Oh, for me, I'm seventy-three yeah. percent intuitive and twenty-seven percent observant. What? That's, 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 that's not true. That's really not true. I'm not saying observant and intuitive. You should not be eighty percent observant and twenty percent intuitive. 
Like, no, I observe, but not really. I literally live in my brain. What does Honestly, about? I agree. I agree with that for Amanda. I agree. Yeah. Really? <laughs> no. Yeah. Else, no. No. This is where I, I exist. <laughs> she resides. Ah. <laughs> I reside here. <laughs> Um, mine is seventy-seven intuitive and twenty-three percent observant. <laughs> we see each other. Yes. In dreamland. Exactly. Mine is sixty-two percent intuitive and thirty-eight percent observant. Ah. So ah. mine is observant of this group. Yes. What? Which is flawed. I feel like very, that means- very. What? She is observant though. She it? is. Karis is observant, but she's quiet. Like, Karis is observing. She's seeing it, but she's moving. If I see it, I say it. <laughs> Me, if I see it, I do my face. I, I give you face signal. Because <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny? There's a thing my supervisor was telling me how when I see things at work, I don't, if I don't need to talk about it, I don't talk about it. I just see it and keep it in my brain. And I don't mm-hmm. live my life. I guess that's who I am. <laughs> Right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm so is... ready to disagree with this. Like, I almost don't like that they're like the opposite of each other. Cause like, I really think you can be observant and also, I mean, I guess you're preoccupied, so maybe you can't be observant and imaginative. Cause I think I'm pretty observant, but I also do think like I'm very imaginative. Like I will literally stay in my brain. So I don't know. I like, only observe things I care about. I'm not observing random. Okay, yeah, you know what? You bring a good point. That's yeah. I'm not already interested. I'm not caring about it. Facts, facts, facts. But apart from that, there's also like I feel like this test also um shows like most of your life. Like how are you? So even though it's in some situations you can't be observant, or even mm-hmm. though like you may be observant, but you you would still be more, you know, on the intuitive side. Like yeah, true. Situations you're more on the intuitive side. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Now this next one is the one I disagree with. Move on. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you. Nature. <laughs> Nature. <laughs> this trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. Paris. This correct for me. Guess it. Eighty-three percent feeling, seventy percent thinking. Prapapa. <laughs> 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 Individuals are sensitive and emotionally expressive. They're more empathic and less competitive than thinking types. They focus on social harmony and cooperation. Okay. This I only think my answer is like because it's social harmony of it all. But yeah, no. the rest is not okay. I'm 57%, Share your 57% feeling. Ah, wrong. I'm 42%. All wrong, all wrong. Okay, but that's actually like pretty balanced. Yeah, it's balanced, balanced, but I really feel like I could be more. I'm not a more thinking person than feeling. I don't think so. Yes, it would actually be quite accurate. I don't like the way it looks on paper. I would like to think. Because I mean, who I would like to be a. Amanda is more thinking than feeling, though. No. I feel like this is what changed with me from architect to. True. Because all the other symbols are the same, technically. The only like, thing that would is like DJ. emotions and things. And being open to accepting of others. For you, even so though- So in short, we trained you so that you can be more accepting of humanity. It's unfortunate, so- but it's true. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but it's true. 
Right. Okay, Charmaine, okay. what's yours? Okay, mine is 89% feeling and 11% thinking. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> this is the truest thing I've in my life! Excuse <laughs> me! Charmaine. I am so offended. You think I'm in my feelings? Charmaine's heart is all happy. You think I'm feeling at the feelings station? Um, Charmaine, please, somebody, please. She literally carries her heart in her wallet. <laughs> Wow, you people have no faith in me. I'm surprised you have a small, small, thinky percentage. That would have put you in the room. Press first. Press first. With your hands. Oh, gosh. Wow. Wow. I am 65% feeling and 35% thinking. That's accurate. Wow. I think that's accurate. Yeah. Okay, tactics. This trait reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision making. Parents. Okay, so I am 61% judging and 39% prospecting. No, he thought nine. Here is the description for judging. Oh my gosh. are decisive. Thorough and highly organized. They value. Please, they're speaking that sense that we understand. Right. <laughs> 61% judging, 39% prospecting. And judging description goes judging individuals are decisive, thorough, and highly organized. They value clarity, predictability, and closure, preferring structure and planning to spontaneity. I feel like that was a I feel like my results are so extreme. I hate it here. Seventy eight percent judging, twenty two percent prospecting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's accurate, but I hate that. It's I accurate, though. <laughs> I'm 72% judging and 28% prospecting. Okay. All right. Okay. Like to come, please. Identity. Like our, uh, what's his name? <laughs> what's the name of that guy that says identity? I can never know. know. You know? <laughs> I have no clue. I refuse, what? I refuse to be no. one of the people that know what that is. I don't want but to know. But I'll say I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't even know. This trait underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I am 67% assertive and 33% turbulent. And the description for assertive is assertive individuals are self-assured even tempered and resistant to stress they refuse to worry too much and do not push themselves too hard when it comes to achieving goals hmm. i don't fully agree with that but the last class not push themselves hard when it comes to achieving goals I'm more balanced. 
<laughs> I have 53%. 53% assertive, assertive and 47% turbulent. I am 54% assertive and 46% turbulent. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, so she's more balanced. I'm the most assertive. Mm-hmm. Wait, I am. <laughs> just kidding. Wait, I'm just no. no, I'm still, I'm still more balanced. the end of this segment so yeah um everyone should go do this test as well like you definitely should because there's so much more to this test they talk about like how you are in friendships and relationships mm-hmm. like what kind of career yeah. how you are with like co-workers oh my it's a very extensive it's so good test. you should go do Wait, it it doesn't really ah. say what career you should do like it's not like specific. they have like they have examples, but it's also I feel like it's also different for advocates. Because part of what they say in the advocate description is that you can do a lot. You can do whatever we want to you do. Really yeah. Know yeah. What they're interested in. of what we're doing. We're still in the careers that um, are aimed towards like helping people be better or do Fulfilling. better. Fulfilling. Yeah. yeah. A purpose. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So you guys, our viewers, our watchers, go and do your personality tests. It's Maya, it's Maya, is it Maya Briggs? Yeah. It's Maya Briggs, 16 personalities. You can also like, yes, you can also tell us what your personality type is in our um, inbox or in our DM. Honestly. And if you're an extrovert, we would love to hear what that's like. So please, balance us. Because honestly, we don't really do that. I just advocates, like really. (laughs) Right? Like there are 16 personalities and we all fall. We are all the same. It's fine. Come on. <laughs> you know, that is uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Byron, I really like this. Um and so that's the end of this episode. Thank you everyone who has stayed this far to listen to our episode. Hope you enjoyed this. Wherever you're listening to us, make sure you're following or subscribing. If you're on YouTube, you know, hit that. <laughs> If you're on the notification bell and the subscription button, so that you can be notified of new episodes, subscribe, comment, like the video. If you're not podcast, if you're not podcast, give us a quick review because you know what we do it over here. Five stars, five stars always. And you know, <laughs> share the episodes with your mothers, your friends, your best friends, your exes, your everybody you want. Your no, enemies, because they need that. Everybody. Send us your question so we can analyze your, your own life and give mm-hmm. you advice because yes, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, thank you everyone for joining us and hope we'll see you in the next episode. Gang gang, have a good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.